T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Living in Reseda. Good stuff. I might just let Joe Wagner play the music moving forward. Great job. 215-592-9494. It is the WIV Morning Show. A lot to get into. We're talking Jalen Hurts. Ross Tucker is going to join us in about 10 minutes. Coming up in a minute, uh, our last caller and a few callers today have referenced the Jordan Davis thing. We're going to get into that because Howard Askin, with a pretty damning report, and uh, you know there have been rumblings about it before, but a pretty damning report last night on WIP. We will hear that in just a minute. First, let's go back to the phones, go to Willow Grove and talk to Steve. How you been, buddy? Hey, man. Good morning. How are you? That was quick. You got to that phone quick, man. Nice. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it, man. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy and, New uh, Year, Steve. And and Richie, definitely politics. Nah, man. You, you're too. You're too good, man. You, you can't. <laughs> well, not thanks. Good. Yeah, I think it all but worked out the way it was supposed to. Is what we're saying. Yeah, I. I, I hope. So. Yeah, you did. You're good, man. So, like, guys, come on. We got this. Oh, really? Whoa! First of these calls today. Wait, 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 wait. We got, we got this, this game, right? This game, yeah, sure. Okay. We got it, man. Come on, we, we, we got good. Players. I'm not so convinced. Like Steve, I, I, I would love to feel as strongly as you do. I, I watched us play that that Tampa Bay team in Week Three, and we looked, man, a lot more explosive back then. Yeah, these guys look. They clinch. They're chilling. I wonder how much of that it really is impacting this because they look like a different group. It really does look like they're covering twice as much ground in week three as what they're covering now. I'm I'm not exaggerating. Well, look, Kelsey's going to get on the back to pick up the blitz. DG's going to get hopefully Davis and uh, Carter to play. So we're all good, right? Uh, Steve, look, BJ. Wow. Okay, Jason Kelsey, I – he is incredible at what he does. The, the sorting that he's able to do up there, calling out, identifying the mic, changing the mic, readjusting the, the protection. He's just that one guy. The, the problem is we have been assigning the protection ineffectively. That's what's been taught by these coaches. I'm, I'm telling you, when you have two free hitters 
on the quarterback on any given play when you've got enough guys to block it, enough guys to pick it up. When you've they're only sending four, you've got five offensive linemen, yet you've got a free hitter. That does not make any sense. And and and, and what it is is they're they're deceiving our eyes. They're tricking our eyes. And the coaches haven't done a good job of teaching our players how to reteach their eyes and, and, and read this out properly. And that's where Kelsey will come in and will ream their butts like the coaches can't <laughs> ream them. Steve, I love you. Know, we got BG is... going to ream their butts, right? Like the coaches can't ream them. And it'll be beautiful. We'll be, we'll, listen, there is there's, something to that, Steve. Uh, the, there's, the team there's players can there's... run the show. Especially yeah. when they're old head players like Jason Kelsey and Brandon Graham. And uh, Fletcher. And, and Fletcher Cox. Yeah. You're right. I've and been I, a part guys, of teams. I, I was on a Super yeah. Bowl team where the, the, the old head players ran the show. Yeah, you've and, talked about that a ton. Yeah. About Bill Callahan. You were all out on Bill. Yeah. Yes. It's a great point. Steve, you got a, uh, a character, uh, a great character we hate? How about Biff from Back to the Future? Whoa. Dude, great answer. That is excellent. High level answer, uh, Devin. That that brings up. Did, did you end up watching Back to the Future? Of course. Okay, yes. I wasn't sure about that. Oh, yeah. but there was a, a recent one, and it's funny because it actually came up on the show, hmm. and Joe said you had to see it, and I was like, you know what? I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I watched Fatal Attraction this weekend. Oh, neither of you had watched it. No, I had oh, seen you it. Did. I just hadn't okay. seen it in like fifteen, Got twenty it. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great movie, man. Like, what a great movie. Did you watch Fatal Attraction, Devin? I have not you watched You should it watch yet. it. It's great. Glenn Jeez. Close is amazing in that movie. Like, I need a, an official list, I think. Honestly, like, I it's need like someone one of the to be- type up a list for me because I can't keep track of all the movies. It's that one I of the best watch. thrillers ever made. I really, I really James, I, I watched another Glenn Close movie this weekend. Did you? you and I were talking about it. The Paper. Oh, yeah, the There's paper, a, another that, one. Because Robert, it was Robert Duvall's Super birthday. underrated movie, yeah. It, listen, out there, if you love movies about, like, newspapers and journalism, it's from like what 1994, 96? 94, I believe, something it's like that. Yeah, got a million stars in it. Yeah, phenomenal. Michael Keaton. It's a really yeah. good movie. The paper. I like it. Ron Howard directed. Really good movie. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up in one minute. One minute. We're going to hear some audio about Jordan Davis. That is, to say the least, concerning. First, uh, second day in a row. Look at this. Let's go to Prague and talk to Ryan. We are huge in the Czech Republic. What up, Ryan? Hey, so, sorry, I had you on mute. Okay, Actually, I was like, not as Vienna. huge as I thought. That was a, a statement yeah, on no, our no, Czech no. Republic and, popularity. And so, so, so first off, I, I did try to go to Yager's. It doesn't exist anymore. Closed oh, up, no! Uh, five years yeah, it was yeah. there when I went. It was it was a good time. Yeah, so I'm back in Vienna. So actually, I was just going to call you today, um, but you're now here, so I was just going to ask you a quick question. Sure. Um, you guys kind of missed it on the interview with Nick yesterday. He mentioned this mini-bye week, and then he said the players are going to lift on Wednesday, and he said, I'm like, giving them off on Thursday. Yeah, it was like almost like that. a day as a button. No, we heard it, and I do think well, that why why would these players have a day off? Everything we're talking about is film study that they're not doing. Everything John Ritchie keeps talking about is they're missing this, they're missing that. Are they going to get that while they sit at home? Uh, so Ryan, I look, I think that's a fair question. I think it's probably a balancing act. And John, your thoughts on this? Like, I do also yeah. think that this team is is from a headspace perspective, like in a bad one. And, yes. like, I do think that maybe stepping away for a day two could also be a good thing. Like, I think there's probably value to both things. Uh, well, where do you come down on it, John? Brian, I, what they've done is they've just moved the schedule because it's a Monday game. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And and that's that's perfectly understandable. They, they are, this time of year, they're all about rest. And, and that that is important. I think they've overemphasized rest from the get-go with this team. Uh, from the, the get-go of this 
in, you know, Nick Sirianni, uh, you know, regime. I, I do mm-hmm. think that that has taken away from some of our toughness, that, that we are now programmed to believe that rest matters more than everything else. And in my well, mind, I, being I, 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 tough. I'm not, but what about just film study? That's rest. What about, how about we review well, all I'm, these I'm sure they're, even when they're off, they're watching. We can do that at home. Yeah, they're watching yeah. film, period, Ryan. I, I don't think that, I mean, they should be at least. They live with with a, a laptop or yeah. a device by their well, side where they're watching film nonstop. Or they I'm should they should be. I hope. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah we're sure about to get into in. it. Yeah, we're about to get into yeah. it. Ryan, give us a uh, a great character <laughs> right. that we hate. Uh, well, I did like the hammer, but I would go with Roseanne and Roseanne the oh, TV yeah. show and her the character. That's a good that's a good answer. I was never a huge fan of Roseanne both the per like obviously the, uh, as a comedian but I never liked the show that much I thought it was fine you know I like Jeff I like, Goldblum I like the dad the yeah, well, Jeff Goldblum yeah yes. yeah yeah who Jeff- no, I'm sorry, not Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. No, oh, no. my goodness. I was going to say. I, John Goodman. I, I, John yeah. Goodman. You've been JG. saying Jeff yeah. Goldblum from John yeah. Goodman That's all day. A ba- you know okay, what? You said it earlier, Yeah, too, you know what? It it's because I was earlier. watching Righteous Gemstones, and then I watched uh, Asteroid City with Emily on Sunday, and Jeff Goldblum's in that, and I saw uh, love okay. Jeff Goldblum. JG, JG. Yeah. That's on me. My fault. John Goodman. Thank you. John Goodman. I'm glad we cleared that up. I was yes. very That is an important clarification. Very different people. We interviewed Jeff Goldblum once. And Angelo told him that um, I, I was so embarrassed that I find his walk with Will Smith at the end of Independence Day incredibly sexy. I think they both look, you know, pretty hot. Oh, and look he, at that. He thought I was, like, my whole face was red even though he couldn't see me. That's funny. That so was pretty yeah. funny. I like Jeff Goldblum. I'm a Jeff Goldblum guy. I do, I do too. Yeah. I think he's great. always good. Yeah. Always, always good. has some smart little snide stuff to throw in there that I assume wasn't part of the script. Yeah. Maybe so, I'm giving him too much benefit. I'll of the throw doubt. another recommendation out there. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, uh, I just saw The Big Chill for the first time ever. Uh, oh. Big 80s movie, obviously. It's like Kevin Klein, Jeff Goldblum, what uh, Glenn Close, a ironically. Soundtrack. Again. The, one of wow. the oh, maybe the best. Like it's up there with yeah. Gump and, and Tarantino, but also just a great movie. Like a super fun hangout movie, really entertaining, like well made, super yeah, I fun. Seen that it's written probably. by Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the Star Wars movies, wrote the Indiana Jones movies, like one of the great screen, maybe the greatest screenwriter of all time up there. Huh. Um, written and directed by him. So really, really, really good movie. I would recommend the big chill. All right, uh, Ross Tucker coming up in one second. First. I want to listen to this audio from last night. Uh, Joe, was last night uh, at 6 o'clock? That Howard, is correct. Yep. Howard asking on last night, and we'd heard some rumblings about this. Howard, very forceful with the report. Here is a report from Howard asking about Jordan Davis and what's been going on with him this season. Let me tell you, it ain't great. It was reported, and I, I, I found out it's accurate. He's getting fined every week for not meeting weight. Now, he, he weighs, what, 370 pounds? I'm just guessing, somewhere up there. And you're going to tell me a guy that weighs that much can't lose 10 to 15 pounds. I don't know what, what he's overweight, but he gets fined every week. You know, that that's just somebody's got to talk. And the coaches, they talk to him, but he gets fined. So one of the players got to say, hey, man, you got to uh, – he's not had a good year. All right. So obviously he's not had a, a good year, started out well, and, and has you know, fallen apart. And partially maybe because he's overweight – um, we hear this, obviously, that just straight up concerning, period. But when you package it with the Javon Hargrave audio we played yesterday about, you know, kind of how much tougher it is playing in San Francisco and all that, John, your response to the fact that Jordan Davis has been fine every week for his for his weight and is Are still out there playing. This yes. happens. Th- no, I'm I sit not him on the freaking bench. All. Like, what are this we talking is about? Exactly what you see all the time with big guys. The, the big guys, the offensive linemen, the defensive linemen. I can't tell you how many times I've seen scales ripped off 
walls. I've seen scales smashed, thrown out the door. Guys hate that they are weighed and they are fined, and this is a thing. But it's a thing. And and back when I was playing, I want to say it was $1,200 per pound per day. Whoa. Oh, my Plus God. or minus. You know, if you were that plus or minus. That was 20 years ago, too. Two so. pounds. Wow. Above or below your performance weight, it was somewhere, it was over $1,000 per wow. pound per day. And uh, guys back then, they, they, they didn't care. Day. I mean, so By the end of the season, these guys are 25 pounds overweight, at, at 30 pounds overweight. It is par for the course. It is what big guy, like I, I've seen this a thousand times on every single team I've ever been so on. So does it not concern you? Is this just- It is concerning that it means it's a lack of discipline for the, for you know Jordan Davis because he has allowed himself to, you know, lose control of his weight so to speak. But there is also something that occurs and I've talked about it, the the cortisone response, the cortisol response by the time you're at the end of the season and your body's been beaten up, uh you do put on weight because your body starts producing cortisol, which is a hormone, basically a steroid that helps protect it. And so you add weight for that reason, too. Uh, You got a lot of lines of thought. And what I can tell you is those guys in that locker room aren't as upset with Jordan Davis about being 10 pounds overweight as As we are. fans are. That this is something everyone is accustomed to seeing at this stage of the season. I think the bigger problem is that he just has not been performing right. well while being overweight. Right. Are the there two are guys related? who can is still perform he's well. Overweight? Yeah. Like, I don't think – I saw him earlier in the season perform well. at you mm-hmm. know, and, and maybe that was – Because he was in better shape. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So possible. I'd love to see him lose it again, if only because it'll help our team. But, John, uh, if they're looking at tape and they see that he's not able to get after guy just because he doesn't – I mean – Players wouldn't say anything to him, especially because he's so young, like a Fletcher Cox. You know, like, dude, you got to be in a little bit better I shape. I guarantee they're saying something to him every single day. Okay. Clearly, it's not getting through. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right. For more, dude, try a salad. Yeah. For more on this and uh, and the Eagles in general, let's bring in our guy. Uh, you can follow his work at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. The Ross Report on CBS, calling games all over the place. Of course, the Ross Tucker Football podcast, uh, if you can't tell from his name and all those things, it's Ross Tucker. Hey, Ross, how you doing, pal? Good. I got a lot to say about this weight thing, good, by the good. way. Good, Yeah, go I've ahead, man. How often guys. were you fined, Ross, and how often did you see guys get fined? I was never fined because it was like 1200 bucks per pound <laughs> yeah, a different situation, right? <laughs> and I was in my early pick. 20s, yeah. and yeah. I knew exactly how many cases of yingling that was, <laughs> and there was no chance that I was paying twelve hundred. I will say this though: in two thousand four, I think with the Buffalo Bills, we had three players that were fined over the course of the season, like seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow! And wow. but but here's the thing: like two of them were our best players. Now it was the right tackle, Mike Williams, who should have weighed less, but he was still a starter. But then it was the two D tackles, Pat Williams and Sam Adams. Yeah, they did not agree. I was on Sam's team. Yeah, they did not agree, John, with where their weight was set. <laughs> right. They weren't going to try to get their weight down to where the team set it. And they were awesome. They were, they, it was the best defensive tackle pair in the entire league. So while I think it'd be better if Davis weighed less, 
That's I don't care about that. That's his money. I don't care about his money. I care about how he performs because I'm telling you that year they both were overweight by at least 10 pounds every week and Pat Williams and Sam Adams destroyed everybody. They were amazing. So it's not really the weight issue. It's the performance issue in my mind. Do you, do you think that the performance to what Devin was just talking about, do you think it's tied to the weight? Like when you watch him play, does it look like it's a, a uh, being in shape type of issue or part of the issue at least? Or do you think he's just worn down over a, a season? I think it's both. I think the heavier you are, the more worn down you get over a season. And there's absolutely no reason for him to weigh as much as he does. Like whatever he's gained, let's just say he's – 365 okay i think they list him at 335 which is absolutely hilarious <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like nonsense. hilarious i was 335 on my wedding day heaviest day of my life there is no chance jordan davis oh he's closer to 400 than he is to 335 right so my whole point is like whatever he, over he, 400 he, right might, now. he could be he looks yeah, i don't huge. think he's over 400 he might not but, be, but he's huge like he is definitely but here's the deal is he, is he 390 ross he's he's definitely over 365 oh yeah I mean, the guys that are clearly more than they're listed at, like Landon Dickerson, they list him at 335. That's hilarious. <laughs> My lot of they list at 360. That's comical. <laughs> I mean, like the dude's 6'8". You see how big yeah. he is? He's not 360, so whatever. But the point is, is whatever he – so let's just say he's 380, right? Those extra 30 pounds above being 350, not helping him at all. Yeah. In other words, 350 is plenty big – plenty powerful and he would have better stamina and he'd be quicker and more agile if he was 350 those extra 30 pounds are hurting him not helping him right uh ross the pass protection has been an issue uh we're getting blitzed everyone's blitzing the heck out of us and we're told uh by nick sirianni that they're using uh you know, hot routes and site adjustments and everything's good. That that aside from this last game, he's happy with how they're they're handling the blitz. How happy have you been with how the the Eagles have handled the blitz this year? Not good over the last month or so, especially. It's been bad. In fairness to Sirianni, there are different things you can do when there's a blitz, right? Like so. Yes. And this is interesting. This is important. I think when when I was like in Washington, okay. If, if they brought an extra guy, we would just say, okay, we're hot off of that guy, meaning we're not going to block him. The receiver to that side needs to break off their route because it's the safety that's going to come cover him. And you throw the ball and you complete it, and maybe you break a tackle, maybe you don't, and you get five yards or whatever. That's a hot route. That's on the QB, adjust. yeah. Yeah, so I'll never forget, John, I went to New England, and so – I don't want to get too X E and O here, but Brady was really, really good at knowing who was blitzing, changing the protection so that we didn't have to throw hot, right? He would say, okay, mm-hmm. O-line, instead of getting 58, 52 is now the mic, yeah. new mic. So we would mic. pick him up. The running back would pick up the other guy that was blitzing, and then Brady could throw it deep to whoever. Yeah. So I think – What's happening to the Eagles at times is I think that they believe they know who's coming and they're redirecting their protection to pick those guys up so that they can try to get a chunk explosive play deep 
And then but they're missing it every single time. Not every time. No, no, no. no. I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a mixed bag, John. I think yeah. sometimes they're supposed to throw hot and they don't. But I think sometimes they think they have it figured out and picked up, mm-hmm. and they they think that because of that they can take a shot, but then they don't. I got to tell you guys, if I have to watch Jalen Hurts roll out to the right and throw the ball away one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Thank you. It feels like he's doing it 10 times a game. That is not professional football. Professional football is not the quarterback more than five times a game escaping to the right, nobody's open, so he throws the ball away. When that happens, the Eagles are losing the tactical schematic advantage of the game. They they are losing – the, whether you want to say it's the coaches or whether it's Hurts well, and Kelsey, what, what is they it? are losing. That, what what is it? That that's I think what we're trying to get to the heart of. Like how much of this do you put on on the coaching and how they're setting him up? But how much of it is Jalen, you know, leaving the pocket too early, not stepping up in the pocket, not doing these type of things, or is it impossible for us to know whether it's coaching or Jalen? Well, so what I the, my, my what I would say to that, James, is it's primarily the coaching because it's either the coaching because they don't have them in the right position or whatever, they don't have the right answer, or they're putting too much faith in the quarterback and the, set, the offensive line, including the center, to be able to pick up the blitz, and clearly they're putting more faith in those guys than they should. Either way, to me, it's the coaching, right? Yeah. yeah. If you can identify that it's a shambles, then you do something different. And they have not seemed to adjust on the fly to make it better. We're still getting blitzed to high heaven. And then on and the other we're side. We're not picking them up. And on the other side, John, they didn't make the Cardinals punt the ball one time. It's yeah. unbelievable. And yeah. then the Giants, guys. Tyrod Taylor cut The Giants up. had guys wide open. How much confusion do you see, Ross, out there? It, the, the reason for these wide-open receivers, uh, like, is it just guys don't know what to do? I think they have a lot of new guys yeah. and young guys out there that don't really understand the details and the vulnerabilities of the defense, right? So, like, mm-hmm. if you're a guy like Darius Slay, okay – You've been in the a league for a while. You've been in this defense. You kind of know not only what your job is, but you know what the weak part of the coverage is. So you know how the offense is going to attack you. Sure. So you account for that. Right now, the Eagles have several guys that kind of just got there, like whether it's a Shaq Leonard or a Bayard or whoever, or they have young guys playing like Ricks or Ringo that just don't really have the details to the point where you need to have them. They're playing um, football 101 out there when we need like 300, 400 level guys out there that, are, that have a better feel for what's going on. And so essentially the young guys are just playing the defense the way that, you know, that you know, all they care about and know about is their job. They don't understand the bigger concept. And so offenses are taking advantage of it. It's it's really bad. I mean, that was a that was a really really poorly coached and executed game on Sunday. And what's interesting about it is it was so bad that that you know the text messages I got, you know, from family members, from my buddies that are all diehards. This team's quit. They've quit. 
and I, I'm not I'm not ready to go there, but when you're when you're that out schemed, that is what it looks like. You know what I mean? Like when guys are that open or guys are coming free against the blitz all the time, it does appear as if it could be a lack of effort by the players. I don't think that's the case, and I certainly don't think that'll be the case Monday night, but it's a real bad look, and I would say in particular for the coaching staff. So so do you really feel like it's realistic to expect that it can just instantaneously improve this much, uh, you know, Monday night? Well, you know what? I went back and I watched – the the first game between yeah, these teams i did too and i Holy i was crap, i was encouraged by the juice that we showed as a it team. was like the good old days that that was this season that was the I, same season <laughs> we're talking about I know. right now they had 472 yards of offense yeah. the bucks had 174 and that included the bucks getting a garbage time touchdown yeah. as as the game ended pretty much the eagles ran for over 200 yards the Bucks ran for 40. I mean, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, they look like a team, guys, now. They, they look like they've kind of lost their confidence. Like, earlier in the year, they had swag. Sure now they look like a team that has kind of lost their stinger. I'm hoping getting Slay back and Devontae Smith and, and DeAndre Swift, and it's in the playoffs, and it's Monday night, they, they they desperately need to get off to a good start and just believe what they're saying about it being a new season. They need to get their swag back. Yeah, they really do. 215-592-9494. Ross Tucker with us until 930, hanging out. Let's take some calls with Ross. Let's go back to the phones, get some reactions, go to North Wilmington and talk to our buddy George. Hey, George. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Doing all right, George. Ross, good to hear you. I always appreciate it. And I hear you every week, and you got great insight. Thank you so much. The only thing I have in common with Ross as far as Princeton goes is that my son lives there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've driven anyway, through there before, so does that count? There you go. Um, I've listened to the show this morning. Uh, I want to see the team win. My biggest concern is with an ineffective pass rush, how are we going to stop those wideouts? Yeah, Mike Evans and Chris uh, Look, well, to, to Ross's point, Slay coming back is not something we have talked a lot about, but true. he w- was easily their best quarterback this year and played pretty well, so I do think that will help. It helps a lot. He's good. And Avante He's Maddox good. He's still good. with exactly. another yeah. week to get back and, and ready and, sure. and feeling better, uh, that that's going to help too, but Baker Mayfield has been really good this year. You know that Baker Mayfield is now – he has done a Tom Brady impression to where he's now only the second quarterback in Tampa Bay Buccaneers history to give them 4,000 yards, 25-plus touchdowns, and less than – 10 or less interceptions. It's just him and Tom Brady. Just – Baker Mayfield and Tom Brady. And I Baker think that says Mayfield more about that quarterbacks playing. the Bucs have had than anything, but I'm with you, yes. He's actually playing smart, like really smart, smart football, getting the ball where it needs to be, and he's got incredible weapons. And this Otten guy at tight end is pretty good, too. Like, they, they are legitimately scary as a, an offensive uh, you know, group of weapons compared to our defense. You know, we have well, anyway. really struggled. Right? No, we're like 30th <laughs> yeah, and worse. Scary, so it's scary. Good. 30th and worse yeah. in every category. George, you got, a, a slog. you got a great character for us who we hate? 
Yeah, there were some great ones uh, already said, but I'm just going to stick with Hans Gruber. So, uh, George, good answer. This is one of those ones that I was talking about. Not every villain you hate. I love Hans Gruber. I think Hans Gruber is like super. I don't love what he does, obviously, but as it like I in, I I don't watch Hans Gruber and be like, I hate you, man. You're the worst. I'm like, yeah, Hans. All right, I get what you're doing. Personally, I, I like I, I, mean, I like him. I think That's he's I mean. funny. He's got some great charming. Lines. He's got some charm Very to charm. him. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think that is. An example of where it can be an evil, bad character, but we don't hate them. This is about a great character that we hate. Let's continue on the phones. Let's go to Nick. Yo, Nick. Yo, guys. What's going on? Hey, Nick. Good morning. All right. So first time caller, a little nervous. Just bear with me. But I think I got it all figured out. Uh, So I'd love the opportunity to shine some light on this. Please. First First off, we need to stop with all the negativity. The Trey Turner thing with the standing ovation, we showed the nation what Philly's about. We showed what, showed everybody what positivity can do. Moving on from that, Sirianni and Hurts aren't the problem. Look at Kelsey, look at BG, look at their success. They're busting their ass day in and day out for years. They're positive, they're optimistic, they believe. Just listen to any of their interviews, you get that. Sirianni's a good coach. He is Philly. He's arrogant, he's emotional, but he has the players back. You know, we know that from AJ. Sounds like they have his back as, as well. Uh, he's not the problem. He needs to stay here. Hertz isn't the problem either. He's the future. Numbers don't lie. He's already setting records. He's been in the league, what, three years? We got two receivers over 1,000 yards. We got a rusher over 1,000 yards. How often does that happen? Uh, Hertz needs help. He needs direction. He needs better play calling. We need a better offensive coordinator. His poise, his composure, his maturity at such a young age proves he's got what it takes. He knows he can be better. He wants to be better. This is who we want as the faces of the franchise. Uh, how do we fix it? Howie and Lori, they need to get on it. We've got to get the right guys as the offensive coordinator. We've got to get the right guys uh, for the defensive coordinator. Uh, and we need to work on the defensive personnel, period. Offensively, we got the talent. We just need better play calling. Football's chess, not checkers. Uh, you know, I'd rather set ourselves up for the future rather than ruining with our disgust in the present. Uh, you know, we don't want to make these mistakes getting rid of Sirianni and Hurts because that's, you know, we're set, we set ourselves up well for a dynasty here. Let's continue going in the right direction. Wow. Getting rid of either one of them is going to be detrimental. Nick, love wow. it. Look at that. That's a, a positivity we needed. I don't know I if I would have... Don't know if I would have thrown the D word in there. The di- well, setting up for a dynasty. I'm trying. I'm trying. My <laughs> well, voice no. But I get hard. what he's saying where I agree. Like if you get rid of, and I don't think they're going to get rid of Jalen Hurts, of course, but like say Nick Sirianni goes, then it does feel like you're backtracking a bit. Oh, right? uh, no you're doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I just wouldn't have said dynasty. But otherwise, I like a lot <laughs> sure. of what you said. All right. All right. All no, right. it was great, I man. I appreciated <laughs> all the effort he put into that. Yeah, but it didn't sure. do anything I got it all for me. Out. I didn't want to throw <laughs> Nick, I thought here. I thought you kicked ass. Call us more often, all right? Nick, did you also for have sure. a uh, great character we hate? Yeah, uh, I think I got it. Denzel and Training Day. Oh, that's just mm. a great answer. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. King Kong ain't got nothing on Impressive me. Impressive first-time caller. That's a first call. Yeah, Love keep it. it coming. That yeah, was good. I work. actually yeah, agree with a lot of the points he made. Joe Wechter bringing it, too, with the uh <laughs> That the was music. awesome. That was really good job. That was awesome. Yeah. The musical interlude, and then he, he, as soon as the call was done, he increased the volume. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, too, for the first time ever producing Joe Wacker. Yeah, really. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> yeah. Good work back there, buddy. Yeah, I'm picking it up. I'm proud of you, man. Any day now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Twitter poll question today, and I want to get Ross's thoughts on this. Twitter poll question today sponsored by Armin Chevrolet. What's the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people, well-trained, friendly, and caring together. Let's drive. Visit Armin Chevy.com. Our question for the day is, does Jalen Hurts deserve more criticism than he has gotten? 
for the Eagles' struggles this season. I'll pose that question to you, Ross. We talked a lot before about, you know, it's all, we know that the coaches are, 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 uh, deserve blame. Jalen deserves blame. There's a lot of blame to go around, but, but the coaching for the blitz stuff we had talked about. But do you think that, you know, you're, you're here at all. You, you're on the station. All that. Do you think that there has not been enough criticism thrown Jalen's way for these struggles? Yeah, I mean, maybe a little bit more. But it's like um, I always tell people, right, I, I, the human body can really only be concerned about one thing at a time. Like you ever had, like you have a cold, but then you stub your toe and you totally forget your cold totally. because yes. your toe is killing you, right? So I think because of the fact that the defense has been so bad or some of the play calling stuff, while you see Hurts play well against the Giants, I thought he played well against the Cardinals. I think that's why, you know, these last couple games have not been good. This, this stretch has not been good. But I think the focus has been elsewhere, which is probably why Hertz has not gotten as much criticism. Plus, I didn't think he was – I mean, I, you know, the Arizona Cardinals game, I didn't think he was the issue at all. I thought the issue was primarily the defense and a little bit the play calling. I didn't think Hertz was the problem at all. Now, certainly it was against the Giants. I don't think Hertz played well, but – did anybody? I mean, like I, I, I do that Ross report minute on social media. I didn't have a single. You guys know me. I'm like a really positive person. Yeah. I did that at halftime. Once they put Mariota in, I'm like, okay, I'm doing my end of the game thing right now. I didn't have a single positive thing to say about anything that happened in that game. Not one thing other than like it was over at some point. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I don't blame you, though. You're right. I mean, what was there positive to say about that game? I mean, even something that could have been positive was Quez Watkins actually catching a nice touchdown turned into a negative because he had to celebrate and act like an idiot after doing it. Like, you're right. Yeah. There was not a single thing. I think Avante Maddox was not setting himself back. Being on the field and, and looking he, okay. Yeah, he took another sure. step forward. Tui Pelotu. That's what I'll go recovered. with. Tui Pelotu did some positive yeah. things. Yeah. He looked nice. And this is great. To penetration. That's, that's what we're talking. By the way, that's playoff what we're talking week. about right now. It's a playoff week. We're talking about this. It's the Eagles have a playoff game this week. I mean, and we're Monday. searching for positives. To yeah, find. it's it's like, a tough beat. All right, yeah. w- one more hour of this. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll continue to get Ross's thoughts. I want to ask both Ross and Richie. A guy was let go in the NFL yesterday. He's out there and. You know, the Sirianni thing. I want to get their thoughts on a particular coaching candidate out there and a whole lot more. It's the morning show. Stay with us. Pet parents, all the talk about pet food is that fresh is best. The lead dog, George Parante from Dogs and Cats Rule Store, says when it comes to fresh, they have it all. I know my dog Chaney feels that way when he actually sees and hears me open up the fridge for the fresh food. It's kind of like a pet party in our kitchen, which is kind of fun. But I also know it's great for Cheney's overall health. So whether it's gently cooked, raw, freeze-dried, dehydrated, or air-dried, a fresh meat diet along with fresh fruits, vegetables, and superfoods really is today's answer for your pet's well-being and health. They've got the largest selection of fresh meat diets at Dogs and Cats Roll stores. They also have experts on staff. They'll help you with any questions about what products your dog or cat could benefit from. Dogs and Cats Roll, also a great place to pick up a new collar or leash. I got Chaney a new rain jacket at Dogs and Cats Rule. I never really had a rain jacket for a dog, but I will tell you, when I took Chaney out last night and I put on his new raincoat, it was a huge difference from bringing in a totally set, soaking wet puppy when we came back in from our walk. Dogs and Cats Rule. Seven neighborhood locations, Princeton and Pennington in New Jersey, Newtown, Doylestown, Maple Glen, New Hope and Bluebell in Pennsylvania. Or you can visit them online 
at dogsandcatsrule.pet. Dogs and Cats Rule. Shop small, shop local, shop families. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.